What's going on, everybody? You clearly have good taste because you are locked in to Sky's the Limit Radio. To hear all of this wonderful content live as it goes down, simply go to Facebook and type in STLR Media TV. That's STLR Media TV. You can also catch us live as it goes down on the app TuneIn Radio under STLR Media. Do that. Thank me later. Sky's the Limit Radio, baby. What's going on, people? It's another day. Another wonderful news week. Second week of June right here. You guys are locked and loaded into Sun Coast On Point, the only news source that actually matters. You know me, you know me, because you do what I do and you see what I see. It's me, Johnny Christ, with always is Tommy D. Hello, everybody. You say that in such a weird, like, sexual tone. Like, it's really hard for me to take that seriously. Because I'm like, what the hell are you trying to seduce? What the hell? You never know. Awkward. <laughs> um, awkward to say the least. But it is good. Uh, we, we really hope everybody has had an awesome, awesome weekend. It has been filled with so much debauchery and fun times. And I couldn't help but notice just rain, that. rain, believe it or not. Uh, right? And oh, we noticed so much on social media. So today we wanted to have a little bit of uh, fun, but also wanted to bring, of course, the news. Uh, we will explain here a little later on in the program about the chief operating officer of the Sarasota County School District could be the newest recipient of the badge of honor. And by badge of honor, I mean hashtag me too. Uh-huh. Yeah. So also we'll, known as the boot. Yeah. <laughs> Which means he's not available for re-election at all. Yes. <laughs> so we will definitely talk about that. We'll talk about everything else going on in the wonderful city of Sarasota. But we are going to finally put to rest once and for all, we're hoping, who is worse? Who is worse? Everybody has always been going back and forth for the last three years. You've got... A lot of people saying that our current president, President Trump, is the greatest president ever. And then you have the other side that says, if President Trump was half the president that Barack Obama was, we wouldn't have these problems. So we are going to put to rest all of the problems, all of the hearsay. And what better way to do it is not by judging on their accomplishments, because let's be honest, it took Barack Obama two terms to start getting stuff rolling and moving in, you know, and really doing some good. He did a couple of things in his first term, but the big changes started to see in his second term. So we can't really compare two terms, which is eight years to, you know, Trump's one term. Yeah, who, who just has, wouldn't be fair. And he hasn't even finished the term yet. So. He hasn't even finished the term. So we are going to first. We're going to we're going to see how President Trump uh, 
matches up with Barack Obama. And let's start off by some of the things that Barack Obama has done. The big one. Um, why don't you start it off? Just list off one of the many that we have uh, come across. Um, well, we'll start with Obama. We'll start with Fast and Furious, which happened in happened in 2010. And for those of you who don't know what Fast and Furious is, please please explain to everybody um, a brief, brief synopsis as to what exactly is Fast and Furious. Uh, Fast and Furious was a... It ain't no movie with Paul Walker. I don't mind telling you. Oh, no. Fast and Furious was a plan by the ATF, the federal ATF, to track guns into Mexico. So what they did is they actually put guns on the Mexican border... They did some trading with some nefarious individuals in Mexico. Right. And the idea behind it was that they were supposed to track the weapons and then catch the people with the weapons. Well, the problem but what is, happened? What is, happened? Uh, whoops, they lost the guns. They didn't know where they went. <laughs> and all of a sudden, they've got thousands of guns out there and don't know where the guns are. <laughs> I'm sure. Th- and, um, and lo and behold... One of the results of that was the killing of a Border Patrol agent, wasn't it? Uh, I believe it was Border Patrol, yeah. But they, they had a, a shootout on the border. Oh, jeez. And when it was all said and done, the gun that killed him came from the ATF sting. Ugh. And then the cover-up that started. Oh, yeah. That freaking cover-up. If anybody, if anybody knows anything about... Um, history and stuff like that i don't ever want to hear anybody say things like oh well trump's trying to cover up a b and c let me tell you something buddy we could damn near charge every damn president possibly going back all the way to jfk at least to nixon at least oh yeah yeah every last one of them the the funny thing about it is everybody forgets that every president's had their scandals and every president has had their own cover-up so bet your ass on that one if you believe that the Donald Trump thing is new. Uh, no, I hate to tell you that. No, it's not. There, there's plenty of presidential scandals. You can go all the way back for years. Actually, there's actually some people that say that you can go back to uh, George Washington for some cover. And that you see now. Now, based on my research, George Washington is uh, pretty clean. Uh, pretty clean. Uh, there, there actually is a little <laughs> bit of thing there from George Washington. <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, shout out to. Uh, our very own High C, a.k.a. The Boss, uh, checking up on me, making sure I didn't get any stab wounds uh, earlier today <laughs> with the bum. That'll definitely be something that we talk about on the Mad Titans <laughs> tomorrow night, which that'll be, definitely be a thing. I was in fear for my life. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, so, so we had Fast and Furious. I know one of the big things that happened, it was sort of like a broken campaign promise uh, from Barack Obama when he was saying that when he gets elected, that there's a lot of secrecy going on in the government, a lot of wiretapping, a lot of phone things going on. He goes, well, when I'm elected, that's not going to be a thing anymore. I'm going to open up the government. It's going to the government's going to be more transparent. Correct. And then lo and behold, uh, not so much. Not so much when he got into office. I believe he he got busted tapping foreign um, phones and typing into what the foreigners were doing. I actually, uh, yeah, he he got in big trouble. I know with Germany. Oh yeah, and I believe he got in trouble with Israel because they actually caught them uh, tapping their uh, private communications and their intelligence services. And then- Shout out to Snowden. 
<laughs> caused a big, big riff. Yeah. For a while. All right, so I need a piece of paper, so hand me a piece of paper. If you guys want to call in and weigh in on this, uh, please do at area code 941-822-0715. I know um, we always like the interaction. Civil discourse is key. Um, all right, so right now Obama has uh, two, and we haven't even gotten into like a whole bunch of stuff. But I know... That Benghazi, Benghazi, that that was a huge thing. Benghazi was a huge one. Yes, Benghazi. Benghazi I mean, they made a video, um, a movie about a great movie, great movie. Yeah, Benghazi wound up being a big one because Benghazi wound up being that they were lying from beginning to end, and then they found out that you know it's come out later that you know, they were stand down orders issued that the military could have been there faster. They probably could have saved the ambassador. Well, absolutely. And if, and if you're not familiar with that one. And some people are not. Um, we had a U.S. ambassador killed in Libya, um, oh, and they had the Libyan consulate that was there, the U.S. consulate that was in Libya, right? Uh, had sent out numerous requests for help and extra security, and can we close it? And they kept telling them no, 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 to wind up get got hit by a terrorist organization, and we wound up losing four former. Special Forces, I believe a couple of them were SEALs. I think one of them was yep. one of them was uh, Green Beret. But uh, these guys have never really got the the credit they did for what they did. And the, well, bad, sure. the bad thing about it was is that it was blamed on a video that was made, some obscure video, to find out that when it was all said and done, they've been telling them for weeks and weeks and weeks that they were about to have a terrorist hit. Well, yeah, that and and the administration did eventually conclude that the incident was a terror attack. Obama at the time had been campaigning on having, um, you know, trying to go after Bin Laden, and and he was focused on Al Qaeda. I believe that was right after, either right before, or right after they got Bin Laden. Yep. So, I mean, you know, at that point, they were trying to say how, in essence, what it was is how tough they were on terrorism. And, you know, we've been stamping it out, and all of a sudden they get a Benghazi attack from a terrorist organization. And instead of saying, hey, we just had a hit, sure, they never wanted to admit that. All right. So that is definitely uh, three. A big scandal that was that was really kind of at the forefront of stuff is... They were running around on Election Day, Election Day of 2008, um, just hours before the grand announcement uh, that Barack Obama was set to be elected. Come to find out, there were a couple of members of the new Black Panther Party that stood out in front of a voting center in Philadelphia, basically intimidating voters and... uh, he caught a lot of shit for that. Caught a lot of shit for that. Well, yeah, the interesting thing about that was that they were standing out there in front of a polling place, and they started an investigation into it, and the next thing you know, they actually got indicted for that. For yeah, that. which absolutely that they should have. And then the next thing you know, all the charges were dropped. Right. So, you know, there was a big, there was a big complaint that, yeah. Because it was the Black Panther movement that, you know, it was kind of swept under the rug and disappeared. 
I'm not really quite sure what a wackadoo wackadoodle is their uh, map, but I definitely encourage you to call in as opposed to just uh, be a comment warrior. We do like civil discourse. I promise you this. <clears throat> All right. So this alone, I mean, you figure that right there is, I mean, that oh, will cut the man to benefit of the doubt. And between that and one or two other scandals, um, that's just in his first term. All right. So Obama's easily got four to five. Right. Easily four to five. So now we'll flip over to the other side. And what is what does Donald Trump have? What has Donald Trump gotten his ass in trouble for? Aside from, of course, which I'm not counting all that bull crap that happened before he even stepped foot into office. I refuse to count, you know, to count that because we just don't have that type of time to go through the beauty pageant, the scandal, and uh, I'm. I'm going to grab her by the ring and stuff like that. I mean, well, I just, I mean, we just don't have time what, to. What, what I, what I did since we were talking about this, I, I actually took and I said, okay, listen, let's pull off the scandals that happened prior to either one being elected. Yeah. Yeah. That we so, will disregard. So, so, I, so what I'm going to say is I started everything from when he was actually in office. Okay. Now we're not talking about. Like like you said, we didn't want to get into all the other stuff beforehand, so I did. Shout just, out to whoever brought Skittles. I, I just did whoever, whatever happened when he was actually in office. All right, so what has Trump done wrong? Okay. Um, so number number in one. In three years. Number one. Well, yeah, okay, well, is it three? Yeah, but no, no, number one, we will argue, is Chancellorsville. Uh, is what? Chancellorsville, which was the white supremacist. Charlottesville. Sorry, I'm sorry. I said Chancellorsville. I'm sorry. Charlottesville, yeah. Which was the white white supremacist or uh, protest and all that happened in, in there. So I mean, we 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 do, I do agree with that one. Um, well, and here's the thing: because during his speeches and stuff like that, it was bad enough that he was winking and nodding at the alt right during his campaign and stuff like that, and it took him a minute. To completely say, hey, I want nothing to do with white supremacy. We're done with white supremacy. This is bad. I agree and disagree. I, I don't think he really courted them like everybody thinks to do. I think they just grabbed a hold of him and, and held him up. Now, you know, he did. He you did. said the great line, there were both. There were good people on, on both, both sides. sides. That's correct. He did. Ooh. He did. A weak moment in President Trump's first 140 days. Well, yeah. And, and, and you know, to, to deal with white supremacy, you know, you have radical elements on both sides. Do I agree with it? No. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we've got to get to a point somewhere that, you know, we can sit down and actually have a civil discourse without calling it, without it being more than a civil discourse. I mean, you've got to be able to disagree with people uh, and not believe that they're idiots. So you know, Trump's mouth gets him into a lot. Of I trouble. agree, one hundred percent. His Twitter, his Twitter. Sometimes I wish somebody would actually mute his Twitter. Twitter fingers. Yeah, I mean yeah. Twitter fingers. That's but, what they I, call I, it. I mean, and you know, it's not that you know some of the stuff he says. I mean, okay, I can see where it is. Uh, some of it is his ego. Um, sure. When you're president of the United States, you have to kind of put your ego a little bit in your pocket. I mean, uh, well, nobody likes to be attacked, and I, I mean, I can prove that from anybody on anywhere because well, social sure. media is a fun thing to do because you get attacked on social media, and most people there are all over it. 
Oh, sure. So, I mean, but you have to have a little bit of, you know, you, you, you got to play the grown-up in the ring. All right, so what else we got? Um, We can go, we can do the war on the press. Now, what I mean by the war on the press is that, you know, they have legitimately almost quit talking to the press. Um, they're having very few press conferences. Um, I mean, you can't blame the man. I mean, the man I, ejected I um, a Jim Acosta from the White House yes, they press secretary. Yes, they threw him right out. And, uh, they wound and that up didn't out. last long. No, well, that's because the courts got involved and he had to bring him back. But, I mean, you know. I, I understand one thing that it has calmed the press room down some. So I mean, you know, a little bit, a little bit. I, I mean, mean, not you know, a lot, not but, a lot. You know, well, that goes back to civil discourse again. You know, the, you, you can't have a a media that's so radically one sided. You know, they, they and I have to I have to say the war on the press. If the press did their job, and this is where I get my little aggravated rant. If the press actually did their job and actually looked at it. In a more neutral fashion. Well, and there's not a lot of saying that that the news has not done their job. They are. It's it's not that they're too critical of Trump. It's that they weren't critical enough on Obama. Well, it's a little bit of both. I mean, and Donald Trump is nothing more than a hammer in search of a nail. When he hits a nail, it's very satisfying. But when he hits a puppy, it's not as satisfying. Oh, I agree with that. (laughs) <laughs> well, the problem with the press is that, you know, we've got two sets of press. And a lot of people don't understand this. Um, oh, sure. You yeah. have the regular press media, yeah, which is supposed to be your true diehard reporters that go in. And, and then you've got the opinion part. Well, the problem with it is that most people are listening to the opinion side of the press and not sure. the true hard core reporters. Now, I agree with that 150%. Which is a shame. It is, but that's also part of uh, part of the good, the bad, and everything in between. Uh, what else? Um, we'll go to the James Comey firing, um, which a lot of people reeled was politically motivated. Which it probably was. I mean, I mean, we can't not, you know, pretend that it wasn't. It probably was. Well, the only thing about that was that the inspector general for the FBI came back and said one of the reasons why, and the attorney general also at the time also said, you know, that he'd released things to the media, which he eventually admitted to doing through his friend, the professor, and things like that. So there was actually arguments about leaking, and then they came back and said that, you know, he was leaking information. Uh, you so, see, now that could be a very, very true point. Um, Mr. Jenkins on Facebook says they're both working for the same people. Well, that's true. And you know who they're working for? Us. Or they should be. They should be. It's not always the case, though. <clears throat> um, I agree with that, though. One of the biggest arguments we have, or one, one, another controversy, would be the government shutdown that was done. Yeah, <laughs> That was nothing like, in my personal opinion, objective journalism aside, it literally was the equivalency of two children bickering and fighting back and forth because you've got freaking um, Nancy Pelosi, or or not Pelosi, fuck. Chuck Schumer? Yeah. Schumer, Pelosi, and they're going back and forth with Trump. And this was right after the State of the Union address. 
Well, well, remember now that was not because they actually. Or that was before they the held State up, of the Union. They held up the yep. State of the Union address. I mean, yep. you know, so you got you know people on both sides of that. Like I said, you know, Trump wanted his border wall, and so he wasn't gonna budge, and the other side wasn't gonna budge just to spite, and he wasn't gonna back down, and. And it eventually, it got to the point while everybody was bitching on social media about it, it got to the point where, like, Trump couldn't back down from it, even if he wanted to, because then he'd lose all credibility. Well, it got to the point that it just got to be stupid. And, you know. That, but that, I get it. The man couldn't back off of it. Well, I, I understand. He got to that point. I understand there's a point in time, but, I mean, we've got to understand that, you know, for some reason, I, I truly believe this. And Congress can say this, and I always my, my favorite line from Congress on both sides: "It's for the American people." Well, if they were for the American people, actually working for the American people, uh, somebody calling Ray Zelensky, they, they, know, they would be worried about working for the American people. I mean, that's who they should have had. Is they should have had Ray Zelensky, the auto part king. Right? He makes car parts for the American working man because that's who he is. Yep. That's who he cares about. Right, and that that's the God. Whole I love Tommy Boyd. It's such a great movie. And that's the whole thing about it, you know. They've quit, right. they've kind of quit working for the American people, and they're working on their own agendas. And I I would be hard up to find a current presidential candidate, um, or current politician on a national level that who's who can really say that. I mean, on a local level, you could probably find one because they're not corrupt yet. But by the time they get up there and they're you know at like the Vern Buchanan stage and things like that, it's like. Them pricks don't give a damn about us. They don't care about us well, and who we are. All politics are local. Well, the problem with it is, is that you know, if you look at the way the government's supposed to give up, and everybody, everybody kind of forgets that. You know, I, I love this line. Everybody says the United States is a democracy. That's wrong. Your representative government's what you are. That means that you hire somebody or you elect somebody to go up and represent your interests. Well, the problem and, with it is, is they they go up there and they forget that. Hey, you know. I'm a whatever candidate, and I'm supposed to represent the state of Florida or Georgia or California or New Jersey or whatever, and they don't represent the people that actually elected them. They get, a, they get their own agendas. Well, when me and High C and Smokey went to the town hall meeting uh, last year over the Red Tide here locally, it was literally like two kids pointing the finger at each other. Uh, uh, they did it. They did it. Yeah. If so-and-so would do this, then so-and-so would have to do that. And that's literally what it was. It was absolute garbage. Well, when you go talking about stuff like Red Tide, I mean, the, the funny thing about Red Tide. Well, prom- that's a, just an example. I yeah, mean. but as a prime example, I mean, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, everybody's to blame for that one. Well, well, and that's a topic definitely for another discussion. That's, well, yeah, but I'm but, just saying, no, and that's the whole thing of like Washington, too. Nobody wants to sit down and say, hey, we're all wrong. Well, sure, of course, and that's because well, that they're idiots, they're dumbfounded, they're they're morons. Yeah, well, they forgot to work for the people. But uh, so let's see, you're asking more. Um, the tariffs that Trump has put in, some people are saying, is a controversy. Now, is that a scandal, or is that just him implementing policy? Little, well, I don't say it's a scandal. I mean, believe it or not. Whether you like them or not, if you do a little bit of research, you know he's kind of got some good points there. And the points being that you know, and, and and everybody's not an economist, and neither am I. Sure. So I mean, we're going to understand that up front. But I mean, you got to kind of understand a little bit about the government in China actually supplements everything they do. 
So they're pouring billions of dollars into their companies. Right. And, you know. Which makes sense. I mean. You know, yeah, that's why they can make everything so cheap. But at the end of the day is, I mean, we're going to go ahead and we will tout that out to a to a scandal regardless of one's personal opinion about whether or not it is or it is not well certain people say it is i know that you know they're saying that the cost of certain things are going to go up hmm well and that remains to be seen and we shall definitely see how that plans out and how that uh continues to work forward so i would definitely say that they're pretty neck and neck they are they, and like I said, every president has had their scandals, which, which is amazing to me that everybody doesn't realize that. And the one thing I've, I've even talked to you about, and I've said openly, you know, people got to understand this. The government will shift back and forth. I mean, one party will have control for a while. Then another party's going to have control for a while. The scary thing about all this is that, you know, we don't want to be so divided I forget actually had somebody tell me in this country that, you know, hey, if we're so divided in this country that, you know, we can't talk to one another, we are in deep trouble. Well, and <laughs> here's the funny part. I actually had somebody tell me that they sat there and they were truly serious about it when they said, well, yeah, they all do wrong, but nowhere near on the level that Trump does. I'm just like, wait a minute. Hold on. All right. So so if I tell one lie and you tell two lies, does that make you a worse person than me? Yes, it does. And I'm like, are you are you mad? Have you gone nuts? A lie is a lie is a lie. If if you shoot me in the arm and I turn around and turn and shoot you in the leg, who's the who's the bad person? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's like, come on, man. Well, the thing about it is nobody wants to admit that they're wrong. Well, and, sure, because and, it's know, attack on their independence. It is attack because of the fact we're living in such a sensitive world where everybody all of a sudden is a goddamn scholar and they know what's best because they are the most knowledgeable people on the planet. Not really. I mean, you guys are pretty far-fetching. <laughs> If I don't know about something, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep my damn mouth shut. But that's just me. I'm not going to sit there and tell everybody, like, um, that the same gentleman, huge. He is huge about, like, um, capitalism versus socialism. And I'm like, are you – I'm just like, you're a freaking nut because nothing you're saying is actually legit. And not that he's saying anything anyway because he is. And he's just sitting there – copying and pasting whatever sounds good to somebody but this is the world that we're living in right now it's like if somebody doesn't if somebody openly comes out and says you know what i don't completely hate trump oh well you don't completely hate trump because you're a racist bigoted homophobe that's why exactly I mean, heaven forbid, we have a little bit of, all right, so why are they all right? Because, like, I'm not a Bernie Sanders fan. I will publicly say it. I don't care. I think Bernie Sanders is a goddamn loon bag. He's a nutcase, and that's a personal opinion. Um, on paper, to the public, saying a lot of cute things. He's saying a lot of things that sound really good to a lot of people. Because all Bernie wants to do is give shit away. 
But let me ask all of you this. Name one presidential candidate who's kept all of their damn promises. And why do you think it's going to start all of a sudden with Bernie Sanders? Come on. You got a better chance of creepy Uncle Joe following through. <laughs> well, the big thing. Well, the big thing about Sanders is that, you know, and he's a psychopath. I, I, I look at socialism like a lot of people don't. If you do any know anything about Margaret Thatcher, who they call the Iron Lady in in uh, in England, uh, but one of her famous quotes is, uh, "Let's see if I can get it up here." It says, "You know," and this is what Margaret Thatcher said. She, Margaret Thatcher said, "The trouble with socialism is that eventually you run out of other people's money." Well, yeah, I mean, because of the, yeah, well, and, and that, that was her biggest quote on it. And the thing about socialism and the way socialism is set up is that you know it's redistribution of wealth it is that's all it is it's a redistribution but the problem with it is is that you know somebody ask venezuela how that's going ask yeah. cuba then come talk to me and then tell me how great it's going yeah look at Ven Ven venezuela at one time had the third strongest economy in the world and now yep now and they then they depleted their resource oh no no they've got oil they still got oil the problem with it is is that the way they've, they're set up they can't they can't move it. They can't pay the people. They got food riots. I mean, they legitimately have food riots where they don't even have enough money to enough food in the country. Good job, Nicholas Maduro. Good job, yeah. idiot. Uh, you know, and, and, freaking tyrant is what that means. And, you know, and, and there's, there's. I mean, I, I can see certain points of people trying to make points on some of this stuff. I mean, you know, if we want to look at the student loan crisis, okay, let's look at the student loan crisis for what it is. How much money are they spending for some of these schools? And the next question I got, and not being smart, is, you know, do they need to spend that much money? And the next question I have is, you know, if you can go to three different schools and get three different, get the same degree or pretty much the same type of education, then why is one school so much more expensive than the other? Because one is an Ivy League school. The other one has produced. If you and I have a... You know, if you and I have a college and you're pumping out a bunch of idiots and I'm punching out a bunch of people who are going on to Fortune 500 companies, can they blame that on me? Well, the question maybe. Well, the question for it is, is okay, now do we set a baseline for how much an education costs? I mean, should it cost, you know, X amount of, you know, for an economics degree, well, sure. you should be spending $15,000 a semester and, and there's no guaranteed job placement and well, that's, that's where you run into a lot of problems hell i can go to a vocational school right now right around the damn corner over at um the old sceti right and did you know i can spend not only a fraction of the cost but it is part of their mantras that they do job placement when you complete vocational school, they well, the, will put your ass to work. Well, the funny thing about it is what a lot of people are not understanding is is that, you know, jobs that are going to be in demand, plumbers, electricians. They're already in demand. Auto mechanics. But it's going Blue to get, collar work is going quite to get possibly worse. the highest in demand thing right now because everybody wants a cushiony desk job. If you if you want to go into a job that's going to have some money into it, go find out what an actual plumber makes these days, guys. You will be shocked. The same thing with an electrician. Because some of these guys are pulling down six figures. Easy. Really? Yes. Huh. A, good, a good plumber right now, a good decent plumber, some of them are making as much as 150 to $200 an hour. Hmm. 
Well, um, according to ZipJob.com, they did a a 50 states, or correction, I'm sorry, they did a 50-city tour, and they did a big survey, and they came up with the top 15 jobs that are in demand for 2019. We're getting there, which is not where I thought we would be. Um, number one, home health aid. Mm-hmm. That's odd. I mean, then again, people the popula- are... The population's getting older. Yep, population's getting older and people are getting sick. You don't believe it? You spend enough time in Sarasota, your ass will see all sorts of old fucks. Uh, number two, physical therapist. Yep. Number three, physician's assistant. Yep. Four, RN. Yep, all medical fields. Five, information security analyst. Okay. Six, engineer software. Okay. Seven, web developer. Eight, Operations Research Analyst, 9, Financial Advisor, and number 10, here we go, Truck Driver. Truck Driver, I'm very happy to see that on there because of the fact like that is a, that is a, bam, that is something that requires vocational training. Everything else, I'm sorry, but like that requires like a four-year degree. Yes. Well, yeah, but everything you're looking at it. I mean, if you take healthcare out, and let's just let's let's legitimately take healthcare out. What five of the top ten you listed were all healthcare or healthcare related? Oh yeah, jeez. And then it goes on to list ten more, and they're all they're all job related. But um, it said very good in demand job right now. Truck driving. We will continuously see demands in the future. Many companies are looking to hire drivers, even if it's for a short mileage run. A good driver is expected to make a medium, medium salary of about sixty-two k a year. That's that's nuts. A web developer is set to make sixty-nine thousand a year. That's weird because number eight, which is an operations research analyst, is. Higher than a financial advisor and higher than a truck driver. And that thing was like number eight at almost 80K. Right. Um, If you get in good with like a good software engineer company, then that's like almost 95,000 a year. Technology jobs are still there. That's not it. I mean, but I'm saying. Oh, sure. Well, and that's because we have yet to even touch the base. So when people say things like Donald Trump is not getting. you know, not bringing over jobs and not doing things, that's not true. And you have to be factually correct. Look, I don't give a damn if you dislike him, okay? I didn't like Obama. I didn't like Clinton. Um, Actually, I take that back. I did think Clinton was pretty cool. But that's because he got, um, he had oral coitus in the Oval Office. Um, (laughs) Only you. Well, yeah, um... And when 9-11 happened, like, I, I, was, I was not a big George W. Bush fan, but that's because I thought he spoke rather idiotically. So when Obama came around, it's like, Obama was good for one thing. He was, boy, he, he knew how to put a bow on a pretty piece of shit. And, because, boy, he could speak. Well, Obama came out of the Chicago machine industry you got to realize i mean chicago Chicago politics have always i mean he didn't do shit in chicago though he did did, i mean he didn't do anything for chicago 
And then when Trump got into office, Trump is the result of everybody just being done right. with normal politics. They were done with your cookie cutter republic, you know, a Republican, your cookie cutter Democrat. They were done with that shit. They're like, I want anybody different. Well, yeah, and that's that's where that's where Donald Trump came in. Well, exactly. And and then it's like that opened up the floodgates for all sorts of celebrities to talk about coming out and potentially running like uh, The Rock and, you know, which would be an absolute joke. Um, but Oprah Winfrey was actually seriously considering it. And Oprah would have given Trump a good run for for his money. Like she damn sure would have gotten the, the nomination. I will bet the farm on that. I mean, she has such a great, wholesome, all-American story. You know, came literally from nothing, mm -hmm. fought her way to becoming the most recognizable person on planet Earth on TV for years. They equivalented out her final year on the show. And she made like $32 a second. Yes. Crazy. Crazy. Um. I, def I definitely think the problem with Obama was that the expectations were so high and they were and they were really, really hoping, you know, for everything. Not to know that doesn't matter what color the man is. A man is a man is a man is a man at the end of the day. And skin color has very little. I think Obama did a lot to drive that wedge in between Caucasian American and African American communities drove that between between Ferguson, between Trayvon Martin, um, and there, everything else. There, there's that argument. There's also the argument that he drove a wedge in the country between Republicans and Democrats. Uh, and the big argument is, true. well, the, the philosophy was destroy, 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 destroy the opponent at, not, at all costs. Well, here's a problem with destroying the opponent at all costs. That's a beautiful idea if we're in a war. Uh, but we're not in a war. I mean, you cannot tell half the population, Republican and or Democrat, you're an idiot. Because I hate to tell you this, and a lot of people don't understand this, but when you when you go to your go to the local restaurant and the waitress comes out or you go to McDonald's or whatever, do you really care about their politics or do you want them to serve you your food? Facts. And, you know, that's... That's, that's so funny. Um, that, uh, Ralph on Facebook had said something that... Uh, that Biden was going to get the vote just because of his associated association with Obama. I will I will tell you on a side note before we let Tommy finish. If Barack Obama doesn't publicly come out and endorse Joe Biden, he he ain't getting shit. Bet your ass on that one. He has in order for the Obama factor to count. Obama has got to come out and publicly endorse Joe Biden. You're going to see a see a war. An absolute war in the Democratic side. Oh, I mean that we're seeing uh, it now. Oh, you know, well, you haven't even started. The, the, the war, the war has not even really begun. Um, you're gonna really see the war start because you gotta realize we are. What are we? We're a few months away from. Well, yesterday was the start of uh, like like it wasn't the official official, but it's like everybody was like yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday was the start of uh, political season. Yeah, technically it was. Yes, I mean we, so we, that's crazy. I mean, everybody forgets that, you know, you're getting ready to have another election, and, you know, they are, what, 20 candidates now in the Democratic Party? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. And, and it's going to be very interesting to watch because, cause, you know, the last election, it was the Republicans that had 
300,000 people running. I think over there, like 12 or something. Right. Now now, we're, now we've got the Democrats, and you've got 20 of them running. And it's literally a who's who with the Democratic Party. Right well, now. it's funny because, like, I enjoy watching this glorified shit show. And uh, that's well, basically what it's doing. Yeah, they, they haven't even got started yet throwing shit. That, that, they're going to be throwing it one another all day long. I mean, yeah. I would love to see some. I would love to see some sideliner guy who nobody even expected come out and win the nomination. I was really in support of of uh, Howard Schultz. Uh, Howard Schultz ran uh, was is running independent. Uh, former CEO of Starbucks has has a very similar backstory to Oprah Winfrey without the notoriety. Right. And Howard Schultz, like. He at least gets it. And between CNN's nonsense of having a town hall every other damn week and when well, Fox does it, like freaking Fox ends up looking ridiculous and stupid when they do a town hall. Well, the thing about it is that you got to understand the Democratic Party has told Fox that they're not going to even do any debates on Fox, uh, which to me is hilarious because they talk about a war on press, but we're not going to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, which which kind of makes me just start laughing because I'm like, you know, there you are, whether you believe it or not, Fox has such a huge base, you know, that if you're running for president, do you really want to tell this base I'm not going to talk to you? I mean, you, know, you got to, and that goes into into numbers and everybody well, always sure. talks about numbers, but I mean, I mean you know, that you you want to go where the people are. The number one rated. Um, podcast or radio show according to um mountain music or some shit like that is sean hannity and sean hannity is of course a staple fox fox yeah. has the actual they they the nielsen ratings keep showing this over and over you know fox news has the top rated shows day in and day out most times i most definitely every day so you I mean you kind of can't ignore that's that's a very big audience and if you're trying to win something you can't uh, i mean, ignore that audience I mean, don't get me wrong. I know what Hannity's doing, and I definitely think he's trying to pander to the lowest common denominator, and he's really trying to play into it. Um, I definitely think Tucker Carlson has got an over-inflammatory um, sense of capitalism and things like that. I mean, but there's like no middle ground well, on that. Tucker Carlson kind of took over from where Bill O'Reilly was. Bill you see now, Bill O'Reilly was damn good. Bill well, Bill O'Reilly got caught up in the Me Too movement, but um, I mean, yes, he did. But Bill O'Reilly—that's kind of where Tucker Carlson's coming from. I'm not saying that he, but you, know, you had to have somebody to fill that slot. I mean, you know, poor Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, the, the bad thing about it is, is that Hannity had a show, and I can't remember who the other guy was with him right now, but they had a kind of an even show for a long time there. And uh, uh, him and um. I can't think of that guy. It wasn't. Um, he was a Democrat. Uh, O'Reilly was a Republican. But they had a little. It bit wasn't of, Wolf Blitzer. It no, was, I can't damn. think of that guy's name. I can see him right. He's still on Fox every now and then. But I mean, they had a more equal show, and I would love to see that happen the, across the board. I mean, the see, fucking guy who did the Blaze. Uh, he was. He was. He was hardcore um, Republican, and then when Trump took office. He switched to Democrats, no, started pounding. No, this guy was a Democrat before. I can't think of his name right now. I mean, he, he was there for a while. I'll, I'll think of it in a minute. But, um, but you know, they, they 
they legitimately need, and every every network needs this. This is not one network. This is sure. every network. Every network needs to start getting more neutral, um, even in their non-biased journalism is definitely a thing. Even in their political coverage, uh, if you have not kept up with it, one of the interesting things lately is that the Washington, of all things, the the New York Times. The New York Times has actually told some of their reporters I, not, I refer not to them to go on CNN because they're saying that, I refer to the New York Times as the magazine former of uh, the New York Times because it really depends on what type of day well, they're having. The, the funny thing about the New York Times is that you know the New York Times has actually got worried about their reporters going on. I think it was CNN and C. Uh, oh, sure. CNBC because you know they're so worried that hey you know they look so so radically left they're afraid they're going their reporters are going to be branded and lose their journalistic <laughs> credentials. Well, I mean, and that to me is hilarious because it's so actually, easy to do this sort of thing right now. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you don't believe it, if you have an opinion and you've got somewhat common sense, then you can have a political show. Yes. I mean, if you go on YouTube right now, between the idiots on the Young Turks and all that other shit, and then people like Liz Wheeler, who's phenomenal. I love um, Liz Wheeler. She's really good. And um, uh, Turning Point with Charlie Kirk and all that. I mean, everybody can throw their name in the hat now. Yes. And this is the time where you have to start calling out bullshit. And well, you that, have to call it out on on your side. You can't just call it out on the other side all the time. Oh, yeah. And... and I, I am critical of them both. I, I have got you to, have be, to more, be more critical of them both because you know I see them playing parts in politics. I know that's what they're doing. Sure. Um, what I'm afraid of, uh, they just reached a deal with the DOJ on the Mueller report. Well, I'm waiting to see how long it's going to take for the leaks to happen. Ugh. Because what's going to happen is that, and, and I'm, I'm I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet, but it's going to. You're going to have a big leak. On something. I mean, they had a leak on pre- on Trump's uh, tax returns. And then you've got a state like New York who's passing laws. And if you read them, they are just legitimately, they are just anti-Trump laws. That's all they are. I mean, that's all a lot of people are nowadays. Hell. But the problem with it is, is that when you when you finally place a law in place like that, <coughs> this goes back to what I said before, the minute this flips over... Now all of a sudden, if no, it, no, it, it's a, it, it's not an if. It's just a matter of when. I mean, it, it may take ten years, it may take twenty, it may take thirty, but you got to understand that eventually it's going to flip over, and then you're going to have these people using these same laws against somebody else that's on the other side. Well, sure. And if if the American people do not start getting scared of what the government's doing to weaponize the government against you, you need to start getting scared hmm. because I don't care what your your party affiliation is. You do not want the IRS coming knocking on your door. There's not even a recognized entity of the U.S. Constitution. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, but you Carry do not on. want the IRS or somebody other to be knocking on your door because you are, are the other political party that's not in power at the time. And then five years later, it's somebody else's turn in the barrel because the political parties have shifted. Well, and, and that's if, also very true. And if people do not wind up understanding that and getting upset about that. You know, this country's in trouble. Well, and that'll definitely be something for us to uh, to keep our eye on. And I agree with you, Ralph, very much. Oh, yeah, that uh, we're going to uh, 
we're going to move on to local news. It's just about that time. Yes. <laughs> the hell's the matter with you people? I swear to Moses. <sighs> just when we, just when you thought the Me Too movement couldn't go anywhere, lo and behold, here it is. Only this time, the recipient is Mr. Jeff. Let me try not to butcher that name. Um, Mutzelby? I don't. I don't know. Um, it sounds Jewish, but I know it's not. I mean, because he's an African American man. Yeah, that's close. Uh, yeah. Well, he is the chief operating officer of the Sarasota County School District. Why does that not surprise me? Like seriously, I mean, it wasn't bad enough, America, that Sarasota County received all kinds of free press when some little dickhead over at Riverview High School decided to ask his date out to the prom via Snapchat with a big sign that said, if I was black, I'd be picking cotton, but I'm not black, so I'm picking you to go to prom. Way to really think it out. That was uh, that was classless as shit. It was on The View. It was on The Wendy Williams Show. It was everywhere. They were not happy about that. I can't say I blame them. No, so, because we're throwing race again, and that's the bad thing about it. So what had happened is is uh, Mr. COO of the Sarasota County School District, I guess before Christmas, decided that he was going to try to video chat one of his employees, uh, Sheriana Bonner. Woke up last Christmas morning. First off, why they're waiting this long? That's a topic for another discussion. But, uh, but it looks like somebody finally picked the rug up and found the dirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the morning, uh, the last Christmas morning to a video text message of what looked like her boss drunkenly serenading her. The chief operating officer of the Sarasota County School District was in what appeared to be a ballroom or reception hall singing along with some 1982 funk, so, uh, some funky song called The Man Is the Man Is Home Tonight. What the hell? Oh, good Lord. Now, now you got me wanting to go look this song up to see what the hell it is. Yeah, for real. So Mrs. So Miss Rain is like, am I in heaven? The man is home tonight. What the what the hell is that? <laughs> and then she quickly looked at the time, and it was one o'clock in the morning. And all she heard was, aside from the singing and stuff like that, so all sorts of. I'm gonna show you what I'm doing, and then I'm just gonna talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> So it was one of 831 messages exchanged between the school district's second-ranking administrator, who uh, she happened to have been hired last year in Bonner with his new administrative assistant, decided to go get Van Schnickered and go (laughs) send all sorts of crazy shit. (laughs) I mean, that seems pretty harmless, right? Well, not so much. It's amazing what alcohol makes people do. Bonner released a, step, a statement to the Sarasota County Herald Tribune, or to the Sarasota Herald Tribune, I apologize, said, look at this stuff. Man sends me this in the middle of the night. That is the nastiest, freakiest feeling <laughs> in the world. 
<laughs> Nastiest and freakiest. Hi. What up, girl? When I'm working and I think he's looking over at me thinking all good stuff. Oh, he is. <laughs> Bonner said, referring to Christmas morning video of him being drunk and serenading her is just uh, gross. Parentheses. Bonner has filed two complaints with the school district of what she refers to as sexual harassment. Imagine that. She filed a complaint with the sheriff's office as well, alleging that uh, the COO of the Manate- of the Sarasota County School District threatened her when she warned him she would go public with his behavior. Oh Uh-oh. man, that sounds familiar. That does sound <laughs> awful familiar. Bowden, who has faced his own accuser, saying sexual allegations and sexual harassment, allegedly, but did nothing for about it for months. And I'm like, ooh, it's going like to rough. Like I said, it looks like somebody picked the rug up and knocked the dirt out from under. <laughs> oh, man. This is, this is, this is not good. But, oh, there's so much more to this great story. Somebody released <laughs> somebody released the text messages. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, that's crazy <laughs> shit, man. Don't you idiots know? Don't you never know? Don't never do nothing like that. Oh, man. Like, I, I want to feel bad, but I can't because it's idiocy of the highest form. <sighs> it's one thing if it's not your boss or your coworker. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if it's some, if it's somebody you're trying to impress, I, 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 I'm with you. Better do something else, buddy. But uh, ooh, <laughs> wow, that is that's crazy shit. I mean, not that it surprises me because it really doesn't. Um, like but, I said, I, he, he needs to blame it on the on whatever whatever type of alcohol he's he on. Better that do something. Pray. <laughs> he better do something. On top of it, um, there are all sorts of uh, other complaints filed against uh, the COO of the Manatee County, or the Sarasota County School District. Jesus, you got Manatee County on your mind? <laughs> I really do. We, we apologize <laughs> to the COO of Manatee County. <laughs> yeah, this guy has been this guy has been warned for sending "quote unquote" kissy face emojis. Oh man, this guy's crazy! Like, I'm surprised he didn't send the eggplant. You know what the eggplant is, right? You know that's the dick emoji. Oh gosh, yes, yes, I've seen those before. Yes. Oh man, and some of like like some of these 831 <laughs> messages are things like "miss me," waivers question mark. I, I that's got to be code for something, and admit it, like. Oh, Look, if you have a child in in the Sarasota County School District, you may want to try to opt for private school. I'm just going <laughs> to let you know that. Uh, I, I, I didn't even see what this other lady looked like because, like, if she looks like a swamp donkey, <laughs> then, you know, then oh, it on, may Don. be questionable. Come, 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 come on now. You need to do that on the other show. <laughs> yeah. 
But apparently, like that, this guy's had a real problem with things, like a real problem. Like he can't, he can't stop whatever it is that he's doing. If this is his third offense, then I think you got to remove him. You you have to remove him, put him on administrative leave, leave at the very least, or at least order him to counseling. Um, something you can't just let is, that go. If on. this is his third offense, and he's already been warned, like I said, looks like he's going to get dodge boot, as I call it. He's <laughs> probably not going to be there very much longer. Dodge I mean, boots. You, you can't. You can't. Uh, you can't put up with that in the workplace. No. All right. Look, I get it. It happens to the best of us, but you have to learn to keep that stuff in check. I mean, uh, do, do I do I believe they take it to the extreme? Yeah, I believe, absolutely. I, I believe there's an extreme. I mean, uh, somewhere in here, we've got to reach a happy medium that says, "Hey, I don't appreciate it. You know, thank you, thank you. I'm flattered, but I'm not interested. Something." And then the other person should take the hint and say, "Okay, well, I, I apologize. I'm sorry, and never do it again." I mean, I don't think people should lose their jobs off, you know, after the first time of, "Hey, I don't appreciate this." Or they do an official complaint, and you get the, "Okay, you know, here's right. your warning. Don't do it again." Oh yeah, absolutely. You, you know, I mean, some of this stuff has got to be a little egregious. I mean, you know, now if you're sending the totally inappropriate things of, you know, <laughs> well, no, I, I was thinking more of. Uh, De- hey, girl. De- de- yeah, de- 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 dancing in dancing in front of the phone with nothing totally on, saying, "Hey, do you want this?" I mean, yeah, you know, oh, maybe that's a little bit on the extreme side. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, you know, if you're you know doing the flirt thing and they are not appreciating it, and you're telling them, "Hey, no," and it goes to some type of official <laughs> label, you know, "Hey, it's time." Don't to you stop. want me? I don't understand. Well, obviously, the answer is I know. <laughs> Because if she did, I think she would have already said, hey, yeah, come on, let's go on a date. <laughs> or go get a drink. But obviously the guy don't need to be drinking. <laughs> well, we have come to that point in time in the show where uh, it is that time. And we have to sign off so we can go do other things and try to be productive today. Because Lord knows I have not been productive at all. So... We certainly do appreciate everybody uh, who toned in. Uh, Tommy, any final words or thoughts? Uh, yes, I want to thank the Manatee County Sheriff's Office, please. Thank you very Why? much. Why? What the hell did they do? <laughs> well, coming to work, I found out that the Manatee County Sheriff's Office was making my neighborhood safe. From what? Hooligans? Vandals? Thugs? What? Uh, well, it seems like they were making it safe from uh, wild pigs. I'm sorry? Yes, it seems like that somehow or the other we had some wild pigs running around there, and the Manatee County Sheriff's Office caught the pigs. And why do I know they caught the pigs? Because I pull up, and I'm getting there, and I see the Sheriff's Office vehicle sitting there, and I slow down for a minute, and I hear this god-awful noise, and I roll down the window <laughs> to hear... Here, a lady going, well, I see they caught him. And I said, caught what? She said, the pig. And all I could hear is this pig squealing in the background. And I'm talking about this. No, no, no. It was more like, so I mean, so I do want to thank them for making us safe from from the wild hogs that were running around in my neighborhood. So thank you Good stuff. Hang in there, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I'm proud of them. So, you know, I'm not making fun of them. Thank you very much for doing a job that actually has a lot of fun to it. But, you know, hey. Somebody's got to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> we will be back here Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, we will. So. If you have a story you want us to to cover, please. Email the show. Yeah, email the show something, you know. 
That's it. I mean, we'll talk about just about anything and everything. And we uh, try to keep it where we are, you know, pretty neutral on all topics. As you can clearly see today, that is exactly what we do because that is our format. That's how we do business. Um, for it is me, it is me, Johnny Christ, you see, with Tommy D. And we will be back here on a Friday. Enjoy your Tuesday. Later. Talk right down to that in a language that everybody here can easily understand.